Okay, you know, one of the most significant movements in modern architecture and design took place in Germany in the 1920s and 30s. It was called the Bauhaus Movement. That is spelled as B-A-U-H-A-U-S and then movement. Bauhaus just means building school. And the Bauhaus was an art school started in 1919, so that very early. So the, the Bauhaus program was the first model for our contemporary art schools. We know them today. Its program was the first attempt to integrate the artist with the craftsman, and its philosophy was heavily influenced by William Morris, the great 19th century English designer. Murray's his theory was that form should follow function, that art should serve the needs of society, that art has a social function. Of course, modernism in art had already appeared some time before this. The great expressionists like Vincent van Gogh, Edvard Munch, Mark Schegel, had been working since the late 19th century, but now the horrors of World War I, along with the poverty and inflation that followed it, caused the German art community to turn to what they called the new objectivity. So the Bauhaus design innovations reflected this with imaginative but very practical simplified forms with an emphasis on functionality and efficiency, and with the idea that mass production and artistic creativeness could work together. They were practical planners for the modern lifestyle. So the post-war government of the German Weimar Republic permitted a surge, an outpouring of radical experimentation in all the arts. But at the same time, Germany was trying hard to remain economically competitive with Britain and the United States. Even though it was suffering financial privation, privation is spelled as P-R-I-V-A-T-I-O-N, and even though it lacked natural resources, the Bauhaus movement recognized these difficulties and offered solutions to them. And in this way, it contributed to both social and artistic change. Bauhaus designs were pure and simple. The buildings, the interiors, and the furniture that the school created could all be built cheaply and efficiently. They emphasized the straight edges and slim, smooth shapes and a modern, hygienic freshness. In particular, the Bauhaus designers discovered steel. Steel furniture is cheaper. lighter, cleaner, and less bulky than the traditional stuffed, upholstered furniture, and steel was what they called the magic of precision. It can be used in precise, definitive forms and measurements. So in spite of this emphasis on practical functionality, many famous creative designs emerged from the Bauhaus. So if we looked at only at their chairs for four Every original designs were created at the Bauhaus. The Wassily chair, the Corbusier's 
lounge chair number four, the cantilever chair, and the Barcelona chair. And all four chairs designs are very popular and are found everywhere today. The Wazeli chair was designed by Hungarian designer Marcel Brewer, who was the director of the Bauhaus carpentry shop. So it's made of a simple cubicle tubular steel frame with canvas straps for the seat and back and it has been in continuous mass production since the early 1950s. Brewer said he got the idea for the Wassily chair's design from the handlebars of his bicycle. La Courbature's LC4 lounge chair is pr probably the most popular and most comfortable uh, lounge chair ever built. La Courbusier's idea was that a chair is a machine for sitting on and this chair which is gently curved to fit all the curves of the body is still a popular design in spas and living rooms. The cantilever chair was designed by Brewer and Mark Stamm, a Dutch designer. It has no rear legs but is supported by the tensile strength of the S-curved of its steel tubing frame. This little chair is still an extremely common design for kitchens and restaurants. And Mais van der Rohe's uh, Barcelona chair uses leather or cloth straps to suspend its seat cushion on a folding. X-shaped tubular steel frame. His design became a symbol of the elegance of avant-garde living but it's so simple that it's now seen in the luggage racks in most every hotel room in the world the bauhaus movement is not really important for its chairs though it's important because it came along at the right time in history to popularize many key modern concepts of design so many outstanding artists of that period lectured at the school le Cubusier, walter gropius Mais van der Rohe, Wassily Kandinsky, Paul Klee, Laszlo Moholy, Nagy, and Pitmon Ryan. These um, great artists and their students were to lead contemporary design into daily life. Unfortunately, the rise of Adolf Hitler cut short the Bauhaus exciting experiments. It was closed down by the Nazis after only 14 years of existence in 1933. So Hitler accused it of being a front for Jews, communists, and un-German social liberals. However, the Bauhaus's uh, lecturers and students fled Nazi Germany to the U.S., Russia, Israel, and Western Europe. They continued to teach far and wide, and in this way, their ideas on contemporary architecture and design spread even faster throughout the world. Okay. So questions for this? Number one, what is this lecture mainly about? Is it A, German design, B, modern art, C, the new objectivity, or D, four chairs? Question number two, which designer did not work at the Bauhaus? Is it William Morris? Ludwig Mies van der Rohe, Pite Mondrian, or Mart Stem. Okay, judging from the lecture, how would you most likely like 
likely stereotype the Bauhaus artists? Is it A. Communist, B. Avant-garde, C. Expressionist, or D. Mechanical? Number four, about how long was the Bauhaus school in operation? Is it five years, B. 15 years, C. 30 years, or D. 50 years? Number five, who designed the Wassily chair? Is it Marcel Brewer, Wassily Kandinsky, Paul Klee, or William Morris? Number six, according to the lecture, my lecture, what is the main significance of the Bauhaus movement? Is it A, it defied the Nazi regime? B, it designed four famous pieces of furniture? C, it was the first economically competitive movement? And letter D, it opened a modern art of school. Okay, so after that, after listening and answering the following questions, you have to summarize the main idea and points of this lecture in your own understanding. So that would be about 250 words. Okay, give the important details of this lecture.